Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've been looking for a misplaced pair of glasses for days now. I have looked everywhere, Heather, everywhere. <laughs> Why do they do this to me? I've been nothing but kind. Try losing your Invisalign trays down the crack of your airplane seat, which took three flight attendants, several flashlights, and the handsome man in the seat behind you to fish them out. Well, handsome man. Heather, <laughs> I thought I had uncovered every single 90 Day Fiance episode. <laughs> really did. I tried. Then I discovered 90 Day Fiance UK. Oh, God help us. The year is already half over, Sarah. That's it. That's the tweet. Yeah, that's all you need. Have such a good day. Oh, hello world, we didn't see you there. Welcome to 
have such a good day, a show that wants you to do just that. Guten Morgen, friends Good morning, Heather foes. Frank. If Heather sounds a little different, it's because she's real far away from her usual studio spot. If only you guys could have seen the pandemonium that was five minutes before showtime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we really did. We did a real Woo! juggling act there for a minute. A, a real doozy. I think I probably burned out my, my eardrum too. Um, there was some wacky stuff happening with my mic. I'm in, you know, I'm in an apartment that's unfamiliar to me and has a, a kind of a different audio vibe. I'm also sick. I got uh, a really bad cold on the way out here, um, such as life, such as traveling. Um, mm. These are the things that we fear as we get ready to go places. Um, but I, I'm doing okay. I think I might be on the mend. Uh, but how's everybody doing today? Welcome to the show that talks about the absurdity of everyday inscrutable life for yeah. your entertainment. We're, we're, we're veering on the mega absurd mega. Uh, today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, uh, it's. Isn't it funny how, you know, I consider myself pretty, uh, I don't know, I, I'm, audio is kind of my specialty at this point, uh-huh. at least before podcasting. It's not like I'm like a music producer or anything. You're but, pretty good. You're pretty good. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, Heather, you know, she, she's got this mic. We talked about it a couple episodes ago, which is really cool and, you know, kind of, you know, it, it travels well, handy. Um, but there were all these weird things that were going on with it. And it's like, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times, even in like, even in a static s- setup, like for example, where I am right now, all my equipment I know inside and out and still just weird things happen sometimes. Yeah. Wacky. And sometimes and being... it's like, you know, Heather and I were doing this troubleshooting, you know, yeah, <laughs> and it's, you know, there's, you know, there's feedback and mix minus issues and, you know, everything under the sun. And I was like, maybe just like restart your computer. Because, and that worked. You know, we were, and, and it, it was a miracle. Be, because we were sort of out of other options on the list. <laughs> and sometimes that really does work. And it's it like, does. it would be nice to talk to like an engineer from Mac OS and just uh-huh. be like, why does that sometimes work? Totally. And not always, but sometimes. I don't really think that they would have an answer either, but anyway. it's like blowing in the NES system when like the video game would kind of like get all stuck well, and you would just well, take it out and blow in there because it was, there was a dust issue. Sure. Sure. Although dust, you know, that could still be an issue. Yeah. Uh, well, Sarah, yeah. I, I'm surrounded by, so I'm in an Airbnb and it's interesting. So it's this guy yeah, who lives here. Yeah. He lives here and he's head to toe tattoos. I mean, I'm talking like, he rolls up. I mean, I don't know how many times you've gone to an Airbnb and you didn't have like a lockbox or like it was like an uh, just this auto entry kind of thing. I mostly have had um, the, you know, where you, you don't even meet the host. You just kind of roll up and there's a there's a lockbox with a key. I've had both. I've had, okay. I've had both situations or it's like a friend of the host and you're just sort of like, hey, what's up? I'm just yeah, tired totally. and I'm going to go to sleep now. Yeah, well, this guy, this guy has a couple rooms, you know, closed off, not locked, but like, you know, he's got his clothes in the closet, you know, where we are sleeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's yeah, very much lived in. And he, I'm surrounded by large, um, like Lego jet, like Star Wars, like spaceships. <laughs> They're like all over the house, and um, really? no, he's, and and lots of very interesting lamps. I mean, I would say like. The really striking. This is a really pretty like apartment. This, this is like an esoteric <laughs> lamp situation. It is. Well, t- where I am, I mean, 
I'll talk a little bit more about it later about how esoteric and eclectic like Berlin has been the last couple of days. And I, I have another four or five days to explore it, but um, definitely an interesting city, but like very designy, you know, like they're into their, you know, interesting, like, um, you know, um, fixtures and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's, it's a flat, it's on like the fourth floor. It's, it's like not fancy, but it's not dumpy. And it's like, he's got an interesting, weird art and he has, um, one of the nicest touches is he put two large vases like one in the living room and one in the hallway that have like these massive, like exotic flowers that bloomed like the first day when we woke up. Like they were like, I was like such a nice touch. I'm like, you didn't have to do that, but he did. And it's a very odd, it's an odd setup, but kind of cool to see inside this person's life. And he rolled up on a bike, you know, to let us in and head to toe tats like, like literally like eyelid tats. I mean, eclectic guy oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Fun. Like, yeah. Really cool. And, um, really nice guy. That actually sounds really painful now that I think about it. I know. Like, why would you do that? I don't Eyelids. know. I, I don't get Ooh, it. But this, but very so artsy. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's sure, uh, lots yeah. of tat, a lot of tatted people here for sure. Um, hmm. but, uh, but yeah, the, it's funny because we did, we went to New York to kind of ease up. This was sort of like a life hack that my, my travel partner came up with was like, I like to fly to New York before I fly to Europe, have a week there, you know, and then you get, you get over the jet lag kind of thing. And it's it's a lot easier. She's, she's she's not wrong. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a tough one from, from good old CA uh, to, you know, something like Berlin for sure. Yeah. Berlin's really far North too. I mean, it took us like, God, it was like, must have been a three-hour flight from Paris um, just to get to Berlin. It's like it is far. I mean, we're really mm, far north. You probably I mean, have to, yeah, you have to go up high enough, kind of to probably get get over some uh, like domestic flight stuff. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking like I'm a pilot. I don't really. Know. <laughs> you're a pilot. You're an audio specialist. You're <laughs> yeah. a music producer. Well, you know what? what else are you, Sarah? I've been watching this show, this Idris Elba vehicle called Hijack. Uh-huh. It's an Apple TV mm-hmm. Plus show. Is it and, good? And um, it, it's okay. I only watched the first four episodes because those are the only ones that, you know, have have dropped, as the uh-huh. kids would say. Um, at, at least the last time I checked. I didn't look for it last night. But it's, it's, it's kind of one of those shows. I won't spoil anything, but it's like the whole thing is about this, you know, plane that veers off course right and you know the people on the plane all you know are trying to figure out you know how they return to their loved ones safely mm-hmm. but as the show goes on it strikes me that this may have been a pandemic era show that just got shelved for a while because it's like there really isn't much show besides like this fake plane that everyone's on yeah you know and after a while i'm like gosh are we really just the whole thing is going to be on this plane, like mm-hmm. kind of claustrophobic after a while, mm-hmm. you know? And like, okay. Maybe that's the point you know? though. I think sure. But I also feel like, you know, Apple TV it has, you know, big budgets, right? Sure. Some of the shows do anyway. That's very obvious. In and this shows, feels yeah. like, oh, you kind of just, you know, you're on like a little soundstage that's supposed totally. to be a plane, and that's yeah. all you're doing. I mean, there's a little Maybe bit of Maybe they need other, to cut costs. 
Well, and maybe it's just the producer in me, you know, where it's like, that's all I can think about now. Yeah, like, same. Okay, now we've got an exterior. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But most of it is on a plane. Hmm. Um, so, you know, there, there's there's some mystery and intrigue uh-huh. uh, for sure. But yeah, I... Uh, I might be into it. So it's like one of those, yeah. like, it's like a hijack uh, thriller type. I see I like that stuff. Like nail it's definitely, biting. Yeah. You, you, I, you at least, I think you would like the premise of it. Okay. Um, and also, like, Idris is super cool. Like, who and doesn't hot. like him? So... <laughs> You know, and hot, yeah, hot, like he's, a, he's, a, he's an attractive human. Okay, yeah. uh, you're yeah. you're saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> women everywhere and men uh, probably uh, really like him. So there you yes. go. Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So how's it going uh, there back in the U.S. of A. Lanes? Oh, Heather. Well, your you life is down? a lot more exciting than mine <laughs> right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's been. It's been a a very hot week here mm-hmm. in uh in. In ye old wine country, uh, and as hot as Italy. I've, well, I don't I know. Hear Italy is like a pizza oven, literally. Oof. Well, yeah. Well, we we haven't hit a hundred, so okay. it's probably you know other people are having a harder summer. Um, yeah, you know, there's always somebody who's who's got it who's got it worse. But it has been hot. I mean, uh-huh. you know, mid nineties, um, which is too hot for me. I don't like that weather. That's anything, hot. anything above eighty five, and I'm starting to complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but uh, I've um, luckily just been, you know, with my dog. We've gone out to the coast a couple of times, uh, which is always like twenty degrees cooler. I mean, mm-hmm. we went to the beach yesterday, in fact, uh, and we also went uh, the day before. And yesterday it was like. High 70s. It was beautiful. Because uh, sometimes wow. the beach is fogged in. You know how it is. Yeah. And uh, it was lovely. But, so, funny story. Uh, Otis and I, you know, we go out to the beach. Um, mm-hmm. I I kind of had the afternoon off of work. And so I was like, all right. You know, we had this in our minds. Like, we're going to go. going to go out west. Um, out west is like about from where I am now. 30 to 45 minutes, depending on mm-hmm. who's in front of you. Um, and it's a really pretty drive. So we get out there and the beach that I prefer, it's my favorite beach, has this sort of cliff walk, you know, down to down to the bottom. It's not mm-hmm. for everybody. It's not like scary cliff. Like you're not yeah. like rock repelling. But you want to have sensible shoes on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this beach has been closed for some time. I don't really know hmm. why. Like, uh, you know, usually around this time of year, they've gone through and like hacked back a lot of the foliage, uh-huh. you know, so it's not like growing over the trail. There's a solid trail. I mean, it's it's well uh, um, traipsed. But, uh, but uh, you know, it's it's kind of gone back to wilderness. And there's a parking lot. And it doesn't say anything at the top of the parking lot, but when you start walking down after a few minutes, you get a beach, you know, trail closed, you know, like stop, uh, turn around uh, thing, you know, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is 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 marked off. But you can go around it. It's just like a sign. Yeah. So, so yesterday I was like, oh man, you know, because the when I went to the beach a couple of days ago, I just did other things. Like I went to a different beach that I don't usually go to. But I, I really wanted to go to my beach. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite beach yesterday. So I see this and I'm kind of like, 
all right, we're just going to go ahead and ignore the warnings and hope we don't fall down the cliff because I don't really know like what what what's up. Mm-hmm. So I get to the bottom and really the only thing that has been removed is like at the very end of this kind of, uh, you know, very uh, steep incline, there are like, you know, it's like beach steps, right? Where they're like all pieces of driftwood that somebody mm-hmm. has roped together and you kind of have to, you know, kind of scoot down on your butt but like it's a way to get down off the rocks down to the Mm -hmm. sand and that has been removed so I was like yeah shit well we've gone (laughs) all the way down here because it's a you know it's it's a good 15 minute walk Mm -hmm. uh okay we're just gonna like scoot down the rocks which was you know Otis was just like yeah he just like jumps off the rocks into the sand and like you know never to be found again you know I'm gonna eat seaweed and I was sort of like, all right, well, I'm wearing flip-flops because I didn't think about this. <laughs> you know, I finally get down to the sand, but it's hot. You know, even though it's not super hot, you know, the air, the sand is really hot, you know? So it's like, ouch, ouch, ouch. Ugh, I did not think about this. Anyway, we get down there. He's the happiest dog ever. We're both waiting in the water just, you know, to cool off. It's great. Utopia. There's some other people, you know, around. There, there are a couple other dogs um, and just, you know, people walking or, I don't know, doing whatever they do on the beach. And, you know, there are a few people having picnics, you know, like with a blanket. You could tell that there's food and little kids. And with those people, as soon as we get close enough, I always put him on leash because it's like, otherwise he's going to run up and like sure. try to like freak people eat out. someone's food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or otherwise freak them out. Right. You know, so, you know, we're doing our best. But I'm thinking to myself, well... First of all, this is a weekday. Uh, it's not super late. Like, it's not even sunset. It's like midday. Um, and the beach is closed. So we're all here kind of like on our own accord kind of thing. You know, like, I don't even know how you got the kids down here, but okay. And uh, so we <laughs> they you know, threw we're, them, we're, launched them, yeah, just threw, threw them onto the sand. It's a great way yeah. to, you know, yeah. You know, sand, <laughs> sand is, you know, it's like a soft uh, jumping gym. Yeah, so we, we kind of do a walk, and, um, you know, it's it's nice, and then it's like, eh, well, we got to walk all the way back up the hill, and, like, I don't know how I'm going to get up those rocks. It's going to be weird going back up. So, like, you know, I'm starting to, you know, get Otis, you know, back into, back into the sitch, um, and, you know, he doesn't want to leave because he knows as soon as we get close enough to, like, where the trail starts again, it means that fun is over and he loves mm-hmm. the beach so much so mm-hmm. he's kind of like running away from me and just being a dog and uh as we get you know pretty close to the to these rocks again you know trailhead uh there are these people that sort of I don't even know where they were before maybe they came down I didn't see them you know, I, I don't know but they've got a dog on a leash it's a man and a woman And, you know, the dog is a shepherd of some kind, you know, a fairly large dog, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, pretty standard. And Otis is like nowhere near them because he's at this point, like eating as much seaweed as he can, which he has to do down by the water Mm -hmm. because he knows that we're about to leave. So they're like kind of far from us. Let's say 50 feet, maybe Mm -hmm. more. And the guy just out of nowhere, yells over at me, well, your dog better not run up on my dog, okay? Wow. I was like, what? What? 
You know, like at first I'm like, it was kind of windy and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he says it again, like even more just like, like he's, he's angry that my dog is off leash, which is, he's in the right to be, to be fair. Sure. That, that that's actually not allowed, but uh-huh. we turn a blind eye um, on this particular beach, which I've been going to mm, a couple times a week for like four years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's whatever. And also the beach is closed. So I feel like it's like, if you got down here, you're on your own mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, like none of us are actually supposed to be here right now. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I hear him and Otis again is like, he's not even running towards them. He, he does not care about this dog at all. It's just that their dog is on a leash. So their dog is probably the problem. Exactly. And I get that. I, I 100% get that. But like something inside me snapped. <laughs> I yelled at him, oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, that and, the, and, that was, and that was the end of it. They <laughs> went their way and we laughed. You said um, that exactly. And, yeah. And, and yeah. but like, I, I really yelled it like into the wind, like, oh, shut up, <laughs> you know, as if, as if I had like, as if I was already at the end of my rope, which like I actually wasn't, I was having a perfectly nice day. Yeah. But, but it just, you know, where you just like, sometimes you have a reaction where you're like, where did that come from? It's like a knee jerk. It's like you it's almost can't control thing. your mouth, like saying things sometimes. It just right. like which, comes which out. Was, yeah. It was like, it was like, you know. I think I've told the story before on the show. I, 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 I know I have because I remember. But um, you know how you have like these like very random memories of like being a little kid. Uh-huh. And one of my most random memories, but it's very vivid, was I was probably about five because we lived in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I only lived in Oregon for a few years, like three to six. And my mom goes... You know, she we're driving in Ashland, Oregon, you know, a little town, cute town. She, you know, goes around a corner or whatever. And some woman who's come in the opposite direction yells out of her window, stay on your side of the road. And like without a beat, my mom goes, go to hell. <laughs> and you remember that? How old were you? I was like five. Wow. You know, and I, you know, it, like you know, sitting in the passenger seat, you know, seatbelts on, whatever. And I remember looking at, because like at that age, you're like, that's intense. Uh-huh. You know, I look at her and my mom goes, she had it coming. Just, you know, sorry <laughs> I did that. And that was the end of it, you know, but I remember it so well where I was like, mom had the comeback. You know? <laughs> she was like, she had it in her pocket, <laughs> you know, just ready to f- throw down the, the red card. So do you feel like you would have, like, if you could have thought about it more, would you have changed your comeback? I think I would have just not responded because nothing was, like, there was no, there was no incident. You know what I mean? It was like this guy from far away and, you know, there's, you know, it's a dog thing and. It always just um, makes you feel bad, you know? It makes. In the end. Yeah. You know, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, we were having like a really great day. And what I think probably um, is that, you know, Otis looks big and here he is running around. I mean, and he, when he's at the beach, he's booking. Like, I mean, Mm. I swear that dog is going 50 miles an hour. Uh, Not really, but you know, he's having a good time. So Mm. 
I can see where somebody would be like, well, if that dog gets too close to us, my dog is going to go insane. And Mm -hmm. now we're going to have a problem. But instead of, you know, getting to that point, he just wanted to let me know, you know, way ahead of time, you Mm -hmm. know, that we were not welcome in his aura. Yeah. And my my response was, oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's always challenging to like live amongst other humans, you know, and yeah, or not always challenging, but, but I get where you're coming from kind of lashing out. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's sort of a, a little bit of a defense mechanism too. I think it's just like, you're don't ruin my day. Like I'm having a good day. Just, just, just back off, like get off my lawn. Right. Right. And you know, I, I really, because uh, driving home from the beach, you know, I have another, you know, 30 to 45 minutes and I wound down, you know, I wasn't like that fired up, you know, and I thought, yeah. all right, you know, I, I try to be empathetic to other people more than not. And yeah. who knows what these people might've just gone through. Exactly. You know, somebody else who had a crazy dog or whatever. And you also have um, to think, like, you don't know how they'll react to you reacting. And that can get scary. Right. Like, someone, I mean, there's, oh, there's yeah. a lot I of mean, things. Oh, yeah. I mean, here I am by myself with my dog mm-hmm. who's like, he's not an attack dog. <laughs> Just If anyone thinks he is, you know, you try to rob me sometime, he'll make you breakfast. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, like, I didn't, like, what was I doing, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get into it with some guy? Like, I don't know these people. They could be yeah. insane. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, that's anyway. Um, all is well. Uh, we made it home safely. You got your yelling out. Uh-huh. Got my yelling out. Oh, shut up! <laughs> you know, like, ooh, what a zinger, Sarah. Wow. <laughs> you really, you really told him off. Yeah, you did. You should feel pretty good about yourself. I, I do. But, 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, um, enough, enough about this dumb stuff uh heather <laughs> let's talk more about your trip you're in berlin i you know. know i mean it's 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 great besides tattooed people and <laughs> Le- lego vases uh what what's been what's been going on what have you been up to well so we i i had flown out last week um to new york and um i actually stayed at a, you you actually know alta a mutual friend of ours yes. her apartment yes. she kind of you know um lets her friends stay there and stuff in east village so we had a really good little setup new york was amazing like you know and i always think i'm like oh shit we had such a good time in new york i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna get on the struggle bus like at some point you know because you just do you know and i knew we knew traveling to berlin was going to be like the hard day like it's probably the the travel from new york to berlin was probably the hardest travel day we have scheduled so hopefully that Mm -hmm. was the worst Mm -hmm. day and i won't have any of that like on my, you know, on my way back, it'll be kind of long, but, um, but yeah, summing up New York, I mean, I haven't been there in years and, you know, it was pretty hot. I mean, it's pretty summer, you know, I mean, not unbearable, mm-hmm. but def- definitely very humid. Um, th- there was That's a, the New York summer for you. For sure. But like those mornings that are just like kind of like, but like not too hot, but sticky. And you like, you go get a coffee at like, there's just so many amazing coffee shops, the people watching, um, the dog watching, you know, we were right next to this um, pretty big park that had several different dog parks within it, like the small dog park and then the section for the big dogs. And so it was just like oh, yes. really good vibes. And we went, 
we ended up going to the Karl Lagerfeld exhibit, which is, he's like a German fashion designer, funnily enough, that wasn't planned because we're going to Germany, but um, fascinating guy. I always thought he was French just because he, you know, Chanel. Yeah, he lived in France, um, you know, I think most of his life. I don't know a lot about him in that sense, but I, I believe he was born in Hamburg, um, but okay. yeah, that well, was an incredible exhibit. Cool. That was, that was a very interesting, cool thing to see for sure. It was at the Met. Um, we had amazing meals. I mean, we had like just throw down, like unique, super fun with some of my old friends. I, I, I met up with someone who I hadn't seen in years, but we always had a connection. My friend Juliana, and she's just like been in New York for, you know, 15 years, um, very cool chick just had so much fun with her um and we both my travel partner and i have mutual friends here so we saw them too and and like um and then (laughs) probably like the biggest highlight well there were a lot of highlights but yeah we had these like long lunches with aperol spritz and you know how it goes um Uh but the uh did a little shopping um in my old neighborhood in nolita which was fun um and then we had a thunderstorm of a lifetime i mean i've never i I've seen a lot of amazing thunderstorms in my life, like tropical, you know, like in tropical islands and stuff. But <laughs> we were taking video and stuff and you could hear me in the background just being like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like, you know, it's just like <laughs> the whole, like we were on the city, like um, intersection and like, it was just pandemonium. Like everybody was running, you know, was getting soaking wet, you know, like mm-hmm. just, but it was so fun. It was so fun to see how everybody was reacting. It was just like the craziest lightning, you know, long, those long thunderbolts. It went on for a long time and it was a deluge. It was like flooding the streets instantly. And it was just like, it was very dramatic and very, very fun and hilarious. And uh, we had a great time. We got soaking wet, but you know, it was super fun. And then, um, yeah. yeah, And then I was actually fine, you know, in New York, I felt great. I mean, I didn't really feel very jet lagged. We, we were sleeping all right, but Oh, we ended up taking Delta One on the way out. So that's partially why we felt pretty good because we were able to sleep. Um, and mm-hmm. so that helped a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, there were some incidences, like I mentioned at the top of the show with my Invisalign trays. Um, incidences? Okay. I- incidences, okay, jet yeah. laggy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You know, the plural of incident. Incidences. It's like incendiaries? Incendiary. Incendiary, yeah. I'm a little tired. Honestly, like I'm very stuffed up. I I, I have a pretty bad cold. I I definitely was on the struggle bus, as you would say, Sarah, um, on the plane to Berlin. (laughs) We ended up, um, you know, we flew to Paris and then at Charles de Gaulle Airport, we we had to get a smaller plane to Berlin. And so it was a bit of a long day. and a couple things happened, like, you know, just a whole, like, situation with all these airports are different. And Charles de Gaulle is, like, known for being really, um, you know, annoying. finicky and annoying about, like, well, liquids, you know, like your shampoo and, like, all that stuff. And so never had a tr- uh, had any trouble the, the entire time until I got to Charles de Gaulle. And they were like, oh, that's too many. That's too many liquids, which is like, I had kind of a normal, small considering I'm going to be gone for a month. And it was just this whole scene in the TSA line. And it was just so arbitrary. It was like, 
they, they like had all these rules, but then I was able to like sneak a couple bottles in my bag and they didn't even care. They didn't even check it. They just wanted me to be able to zip the Ziploc. They wouldn't even accept it if the Ziploc was partially zipped. Like it had to be, it was so weird. I was just like, this is insane. So I had to like dump a bunch of stuff. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the plane to Berlin, I ended up in a middle seat. Like we, we couldn't book seats because um, my travel partner booked everything and she's really good about like not booking middle. I ended up in the middle seat and it was, it was just rough because we were like on the tarmac for a while. And that's where I think I got sick. I was sitting next to this kid who was wearing these Crocs and he kept putting his feet like in my section. And I'm like, no, bro. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I, I almost had it out with him. I know. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. Had very little room. It was a very tight squeeze. Um, anyway, so I'll talk a little bit more about Berlin um, in a little bit. But yeah, I do. I do have some things to report. But what else is going on, Sarah? I, I'm I'm anxious to hear. Oh, are you? All that's going on with you. I am. I feel um, so far away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, you know, like I said earlier, my my week has been less interesting than yours. Although mm-hmm. I am happily and vicariously living through your life yes Um, but uh no i i uh (laughs) besides me uh and a man uh yelling at each other on the beach yesterday um not not a whole heck of a lot uh besides losing my my favorite glasses that i'm still just so flummoxed about like where are they now you might say like I mean Sarah they could be anywhere like maybe like you had them on your head and they like fell off while you were like outside the home type Uh thing here's the thing so I've got uh and (laughs) Heather and I are both very familiar with the variety of glasses and readers and types of glasses that you need oh my god uh you know when your contacts are in try keeping track of them on a trip yeah, exactly. It's like so much harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And like they're, you're going to crush them. You're going to sit on them by accident unless they're in cases and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just buy cheap readers from like CBS because mm-hmm. I'm that person. Um, but I've got, a, you know, a few of them. The ones that I'm wearing right now, I know you guys can't see me, but they're like $35 progressive readers mm. um, that, uh, you know, so they're designed to like, you know, they're, they have a very slight amount of i don't know whatever you call the thing you know that the glasses the give prescription. you the prescription yeah exactly if you look like towards like the sky and mm-hmm. if you look like right in the middle of the lenses it's like not quite your prescription but like getting there and yeah. then if you look sort of down which is supposed to be for reading then you get like your full prescription now because my eyes are pretty bad with anything that's close to my face, I need to use that the, that third one, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I look down, but I'm like, this is dumb. I don't like yeah. progressives. I want the whole, They're hard to get you know, used to. Well, because otherwise it's like, I have to, you know, you know, I'm sitting at my computer right now, I'm wearing these progressives because my other glasses have been uh, misplaced. And it's like, I have to look at like this really weird angle where I'm like craning my neck up Mm-hmm. And looking down through the bottom of my glasses where I'm like, this is just, I get that it works for some people. It just doesn't yeah. work for me. I just feel like mm-hmm. most of the time they're just not strong enough. So mm-hmm. anyway, this is, this is my backup pair of glasses. Everything is fine. <laughs> the world is not ending. However, <laughs> um, 
my other pair of glasses, I never wear outside the house. Like, I've never once done it because they're strong. They're great for up-close reading kind of stuff. You know, sitting at a computer, they're, they're the glasses that I'm going to wear if I'm not wearing my contacts. But I can't drive with them. Uh-huh. You know, they make everything, you know, that's sort of like peripheral vision really weird. And, you know, there's sort of like a nauseous. I don't wear them. So, you know, I'm kind of like, all right, they're in the house somewhere. But like where? I mean, <laughs> maybe where, you your, know, your there's only so many places they could be. Even if they were, you know, let's say on my head, which sometimes happens. And maybe I like pulled, you know, a shirt off and they mm. fell. Even then. They could only fall so many places. Yeah. And I mean, I have like stripped the beds, looked under the bed, looked in the closet, looked out the window, looked in every like weird no, bathroom drawer that I never even opened. Yeah. Just to see like maybe yeah. they're in here. I don't know. No, you know. They have vanished. It would be so cool if somehow like, I don't know, maybe it's a technology, maybe it's a you know, a, a crystal ball, but like to find all of these things that we've lost that have no, like there's no story behind it. It's like, I, I lost my favorite scarf at some point, but I remember taking it back with me from Mexico and washing it and like, ha- you know, mm, hanging it mm-hmm. up in the house. And it just, it's like it poof disappeared into thin air. And I, I'm like, I really don't understand. And I think I probably, like you said, stepped out of the car, it fell to the ground and I just like walked away. Just never looked behind you. Exactly. Yeah. And you didn't feel it. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, I, uh, I, I am quite sure that this is going to turn up somewhere, you know, and I'm going to laugh and go, <laughs> the one place I didn't look, but I just mm-hmm. feel like I've looked in all the places that are possible. Um, this did happen to me at my previous apartment. Um, I don't know, when I still lived there uh, a few months ago, my Apple TV remote went missing. Now, this is not unusual because it's an Apple TV remote after all, which are the worst things in the world. And (laughs) my Apple TV was kind of old. So I had an older remote that's like even slipperier than, you know, the, the new ones are. So, I mean, it was always like going missing under a pillow or in between couch cushions, whatever. Mm. This time... It was really lost, like to the point where I'm like, did I take it outside with me? And like (laughs) it fell out of a pocket or something. I mean, there's no other place it could be. It was finally found behind my coat rack in like a corner where like you would never put an Apple TV remote. But clearly what happened was it was maybe on the bed or, you know, somewhere where, you know, I had shaken something and it went Mm -hmm. flying and I just never noticed. Yeah. So it was eventually found, but it took like, it took weeks. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just using my iPhone as the Apple TV remote, which is not the end of the world again. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there are worse things happening to people. Well, it uh, sounds every day. like it was trying to escape you. It was being a little, a little shit. <laughs> don't use like, me, Sarah. Yeah. I think yeah, it, I think I it has know. a mind of its own, like a lot of things. You know, one thing I do, I, I have observed I mean, I've known this about Europe, but like, I I appreciate how there's a lot of like, things are smaller. Like there's a lot of like, um, small cars, you know, like America, everything's big. It's like big cups, Mm -hmm. big, Mm -hmm. big lattes, big meals, like big plates, everything. I really like the, like, you know, (laughs) except for the one thing that's very odd 
is the Airbnb guy who's super tall, by the way, he's got to be like, you know, six, six, five or something. He has the smallest bath towels. So he gave us each a towel. (laughs) They're like, they're literally like hand towels. So like we have one towel each for like the entire week and it's like a super tiny towel and it's like, huh, how do you deal? This is, this is interesting. Um, but, but I don't love the small towel thing, but there's a lot of like really, you know, (laughs) small cups and like everything's more like quaint and like thoughtful. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember this reminds me of, uh, again, random memory that just sticks out to me. I was visiting my cousin, Jill, who, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in, in Switzerland, uh, in Zurich, I don't know, however many years ago, like early 2000s, maybe even earlier than that. And I remember like I was thirsty because we were like, she's like showing me around. Mm -hmm. And we go into the, um, you know, grocery store and I get a bottle of water and she's like, she looks at me like, you know, I pay for it and we like resume walking and it's like, you know, like a two liter type thing. And she's like, are you just going to like hold that the whole time? And I was like, what? I'm thirsty. And she's like, it's just so big. (laughs) And like, you know, I was like, oh, whatever, you know, know, like you're being silly. But I definitely got some looks from people who were like, oh, gosh, look at that American American with her big old water, you know, just walking around outside. I know. It's really funny, too, because like all the cafes, like there's a really cute little cafe across the street called Five Elephants. Very cute. And it, um, mm. they do, um, you know, these oat, oat, oat milk is so popular here. I feel like that's the default when you get a coffee. It's weird. Really? It's like, hmm. yeah, it's so interesting. Well, I think the Oatly, the brand is from Sweden. There's something oh, going on because like not, the whole supermarket had like 18 different Oatly's, like barista Oatly's. And anyway, so this place has, you know, you get like a cappuccino and it's like the tiniest cup I have two sips and I need another one, you know? Um, but, um, but what, here's, here's the thing that's a little bit, um, more of a like broad strokes observation on the city because I've, I lived in Europe, you know, for a year I've traveled fairly extensively in Europe. Um, I've been to the East Eastern Bloc. I, you know, I lived in France. I I've been to a lot of places and Berlin is definitely different and I'm trying to put my finger on it and I, I will continue this connective tissue uh, throughout the, the coming weeks on the show because I'm, I still have to uncover what I'm feeling because I'm not quite there yet. I've only been here for a couple of days, but it's, it's obviously very eclectic. I mean, it's kind of known for, um, it's not glitzy or glamorous. It's much more like street vibes. There isn't as much like European ornate like architecture, like you would see in Paris, for example, mm. or, mm-hmm. or London. Um, I mean, there's some in certain neighborhoods, but from where we've been, we're in a neighborhood neighborhood called Kreuzberg, which is um, a cool, it's definitely like the cool hood, but it's, it's eclectic. It's a little gritty, um, you know, and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it's right by the canal. Um, but what's interesting is that it's like, I don't, we've cruised around enough where I'm like, it's not like pretty per se. It's not like really landscaped or anything like London or Paris. Well, London or, has some, I, I don't know. I mean, some of London is lovely, but you know, true. it's also sort of a mishmash. 
it's a bit of a, and I think maybe the neighborhood we're in, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of an eclectic spot, but what's interesting is that I really think that the, the heartbeat of Berlin is very like much the underground scene. It's very much focused on music and art. And mm -hmm. I think that that's where you're really going to see, you know, the, the, the real like sort of heart and soul of the city it's, um, we, we have to go out, we have to go out at night and, and try to go to some of these, these clubs and, and whatnot. But I think it's more like audio and texture, but less focused on these, I don't know, it, it's, it, I, it's hard to put my finger on it quite yet, but I will continue to um, kind of unpack it as, I, as I'm here through to Sunday. Um, but I think there's more than meets the eye. And at first I was like, huh, is, I don't know, because it's a very spread out city. In a way, it reminds me a little bit of L.A. in that mm, sense, mm -hmm, where it's like mm -hmm. one neighborhood to the next has a different feeling, and it's very big. It's very spread out. So it's hard for you to, like, grasp it as a city because it's just expansive. Well, I think also, I mean, the fact that, you know, it was you know, an eastern block, um, yeah. you know, you know in, in, in a, it had in to a be very rebuilt. different way. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, within our lifetime, it wasn't that I was about to say not that long ago. I guess it was kind of a long time ago now. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> for the for the Gen Z set. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I've not been I've not been to Berlin. Uh, the only places I've been in Germany are uh, kind of Munich and yeah, um, same. kind of I went to Heidelberg like when I was a teenager with my dad. It was odd. It was a kind of a touristy place. Oh, I have been to Frankfurt, actually. I don't really remember it that well. Also a northern city. Anyway, uh, I digress. I will say <laughs> that it has a very creative and funky, like, fashion style. Like, mm. kind of as I, as I expected. Because, like, you know, New York is a lot more... There, there's obviously, like, the funky, fringy neighborhoods, but there's, like, this glitziness to it. High fashion. I feel like it's not like that here. It's much more street... There's a lot of bikes, actually. It kind of reminds me of like a larger scale Amsterdam, but less quaint. Um, but there's a lot of like the architecture struck me because it's it's much more classical, like modern kind of deco and Bauhaus style, like more like curvy, big, you know, apartment buildings and less ornate. And that that totally creates a different vibe. I'm much more used to the very European, like the gargoyles and the like, you know, the, the, the faces and like the really ornate buildings like in Paris and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so, so that's, that's kind of my well, early Paris observations. Is, Paris is hard to, I don't know. I mean, it's hard I know, to I know what you're talking city. about. It's also, there's kind of nowhere like that. It's true. It, Paris is Paris. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean mm -hmm. about, you know, there are a variety of, uh, you know, when you say like a European city, I think, you know, even something like, gosh, um, Vienna, right, mm -hmm. would be more of that European city that, yeah, that maybe you thought quaint. Berlin would look a little bit more like. Maybe. But for whatever reason doesn't. Yeah, I think it's like, I think the lesson here is don't judge a book by its cover because at hmm. first we were kind of like, huh, can't really say I don't know like I can't you know the walking around for the first two days it's like hard to grasp but I really think there is such an interesting thing to, to un unveil here and I'm planning on doing it Sarah 
So well, and I will, I'm happy I will keep for you. you it sounds it sounds like my kind of city. I like yeah. I like some grit. Yeah, um, me too. You know, you know, <laughs> I like people with tattoos. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> and cool cafes and oat milk. Also, I'm fine with oat milk. So there you go. And a lot you of know, the German in fact, language. Maybe maybe Otis the dog would would enjoy being a Berlin dog. I think he kind of looks like he could be German. And that we I've been learning on <laughs> Duolingo. Um, uh, I've been doing some Duolingo for German and it, it's not my favorite language, but you know, it's like a lot of it is so based on like the English, like a lot of the words like Wasser is like water and like coffee is cafe well, and like English hello, is Germanic. Like, yeah, exactly. In, in origin. So yeah, mm-hmm. there, a lot of it, you're just like, oh, there are a lot more letters. <laughs> Some of the so street names so are So it's like insane. not easy to pick up, but yeah, no. you see where it's all going. Yeah, this guy was like, you have to go to this restaurant on Korean. Like it just is like this super long word. We're like, huh? And we're trying to write it down. And we're like, what? Like, is that a K? Yeah, it, it's a complicated language, but it, it we're having fun. Like you know, trying to use it. And we're like laughing at ourselves. It's like one of those things. It's actually kind of amusing. So more to come next week. Uh, on wait. Sunday, we take off and we go to uh, Mallorca. So that'll be a completely different experience. Um, hopefully oh, we'll yeah. skip the big heat wave down there because right now it's like 100 degrees. Um, supposed to cool off a little but I think you guys will be wearing a lot of bathing suits and dancing. Um, 100%. If my memory of Mallorca serves. Uh, but uh, for now, in the interest of time. Yes. Uh, thanks to everybody for being with us for episode 198. We're not going to get all weird about it, but we are really <laughs> close to episode 200. And okay, I'm lying. I am weird There's about it. There's time to get I'm weird. Like, I can't believe we're almost at episode 200. We'll get weird next week. We'll, we'll, we'll get weird it. next week. 199. Yeah, exactly. One, no, next 199. Week. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, We'll get really weird. We'll wear weird things. <laughs> you know, pick up something in Berlin this week, Heather. I will. And, and, uh, I will. We'll show everybody. Weird ass clothes um, here, man. That's right. That's right. But, you know, hey, you know, that that's that's the fun of it. That is the, the flair. fun of travel. I, I am. I'm 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 green with envy. I uh, it's been a long time since I traveled internationally. In fact, when I thought about it, because my passport is currently expired, I have to deal with that. Um uh, the last time I was international was in, with you in Mexico. Wow. Mexico City. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's been and a while. Get that get that um, passport done just so that in case something pops up. I know. I know. You won't well, be stressed you know, about it. In, in, in the time of COVID, uh, it uh-huh. did not seem to be a thing on my to-do no. list that was very high. Definitely but not. now I'm like, you know, it's just weird. I've, I've got it right next to me. Um, I, I like to keep my passport <laughs> you got it that your, is expired close by. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I, I look at it all the time where I'm like, oh, we need to update you. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, thanks to everybody for listening as usual. Thanks to everybody in our Discord um, who have been uh, chatting with us. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe it's the summer slump uh, where we all have a little bit more time. <laughs> um, but it's been it's been fun to check in with everybody. Just a real quick reminder: uh, if you're like Discord, that would be fun. How do I join? Um, if you go to Patreon.com/slash/HaveSuchAGoodDay, you find out more about how to become a direct contributor to our little podcast here. Um, and joining the Discord and other fun stuff uh, that we like to do. But uh, Heather, I, I, I wish you a wonderful week in Thanks, Berlin. Thanks, Lane. Berlin. 
And <laughs> I, I can't wait to, to hear but where you land on the other side. And y'all could follow me on Instagram if you like. I've got some stories going. I'm uh, at go. Hedaville. H-E-D-D-A-V-I-L-L-E. This is an old moniker from way back when I met Sarah in the early, early, early internet days. True, um, yeah. So savor that. And um, and yeah, yeah, just uh, hit me up on social media. Some of you already have. I'm impressed with some of the knowledge that you've been dropping about Berlin. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, more, more next week. But until then... I will I will try to get better. I, I, I'm on the mend, I think. I'm gonna eat my Ricolas. Uh, I just got a pack today. And um, I will, I'll be Heather uh, forever. You will. And I will remain Sarah for Vera. An era. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. Kind of rhymes. Very it Taylor is. Swift of me. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm feeling punchy now, so I'm going to let Heather go to sleep. And uh, we hope you all have such a good day. See you for episode 99 next week. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Acast and Befeller. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.